Super Wild Card Weekend, defensive touchdowns, crazy comebacks, and it's not over yet. Hi there, everybody. Welcome into Undisputed on this Monday. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. How are we today? We're doing great. Happy MLK Same Day to, you, to everyone sir. out there. Yeah. Hopefully you enjoy. We had to come to work today. We were at home. No, we got to come to work. Oh, we got yeah. to come to work. Okay. Yeah, we got That's to come how we look at it. We look at it. We and got by to come the to work. way, it has always enhanced the celebration of MLK Day. Yes. The NBA has gone a nine-game wall-to-wall showcase. But tonight, for the first time ever, we cap it off with goat. a goat game. We got Cowboys at no, Goat. No, no, you see that, yeah. you go, you ruined it. There we LeBron go. played yeah. the Rockets tonight. Yeah. That's the GOAT. You yeah. see him last night? We didn't win, but you, did you see him? I, I couldn't see him at the end because he didn't get to touch the basketball. I don't know what happened. I know you killed yeah. Russ, did yeah. What did you tweet? We'll talk about it in a few minutes. I know you did something. Unfortunately, they're becoming irrelevant. No, 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 that's no. never happened. Okay. That record's still out there, right? It's okay, so it'd be very irrelevant. He's getting there fast. You see that? Did I? (laughs) Gentlemen, I'm going to get to your thoughts on MLK Day just a little bit later in the show, but I got to start with these games from yesterday because they were incredible, Saturday and Sunday. All right, so the Vikings upset yesterday by the G-Men, 31-24. Minnesota had the ball with under two minutes left. Kirk Cousins, though, could not convert a fourth down attempt, completing a pass short of the line to T.J. Hawkinson. Shannon, what is the biggest reason the Giants won? Daniel Jones looked like a top-five quarterback. He looked like the quarterback they selected with the fifth overall pick, and a lot of people questioned that selection. But since that Brian Dayball, <coughs> excuse me, has arrived, Skip, he's been phenomenal. Yeah. He's played very, very well. And yesterday, Skip, I, I think the thing, you know, they have these stats yard over what was expected. Yeah. What about play over what was expected? I don't think anybody expected Daniel Jones to play this well. When you look at it, he's the first quarterback to throw for over 300 yards and rush for 70 yards in a game. That lets you know in the history of the NFL, he's the first to do it in a playoff game, Skip. So I think that speaks volume to the type of game that he had. He was phenomenal. And the Vikings did not account for the man's legs. They had some great design runs, but Brian Dayball told him, if your first read isn't there, take off. And Skip, he pieced him out so many times, I think he had over 70 yards rushing. 71, yep. And he's a lot. I'm sorry, seventy-eight. Yeah, he's a lot faster Ooh. than people. Skip, when you look at him, you're like, "AK run," but you watch him in some of these clips. Skip, he's pulling away from people. I agree. <laughs> he, he timed four seven at the combine. He, he looks a little faster. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. he looks like he. But Skip, he made great throws. He ran the ball well, and he protected the football. And that's been the knock on him. There's been several times he's led the league in fumbles lost. He's a high turnover guy, but yesterday he was flawless. I don't know if he can play any better. And, you know, I keep one eye on the Giants game, but this might be the best game that I've seen him play. Given the magnitude and the stakes that were involved in this game, Skip, it's hard to say Daniel Jones has played another game. Now, Kurt, Skip, when you look at the stats, it wasn't like Cousins played awful. He was 31 of 39, 273. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. Yep. But he didn't do anything spectacular. No. Daniel Jones was spectacular. And sometimes when a guy opposing you is doing things spectacular, you've got to match him. And he didn't match. And I don't know what the hell that last skill. On third and 12, why the hell would you ever throw the ball six yards? You thought the guy was going to break like 15 tackles and get a first down? Damn, at least throw a 10. And maybe he can fight and stretch and do something. But you throw the ball six yards. And then he looks around like, and he un- unfastens his helmet like, what happened? Bruh, did you realize that? 
but this is not about cousins. This is not about. And they, the Giants, the Giants put a meme up, and they had Daniel Jones with all the chains. chains. <laughs> but you see, you see, you can't do, you can't have nothing. You can't. That's why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Now they got that. They got v- Vanilla Vic, and now they got uh, uh, two chains, three chains, Daniel Jones. Yep. But he played phenomenal. The Giants were phenomenal. Skip. They had four drives uh, of at least seventy-five yard touchdowns. I thought, oh, look at Minnesota. Open the game up with a touchdown. Giants says, hold my beer. Right back at you. Stop him. Right back at you. This was a complete game. And, hey, after what I saw them do with their backups to the Eagles, when the Eagles had to have that game and Jalen Hurts, I give them a real good chance to go in there and do something really special, Skip. That's just me. I, for once, am with everything you just said, including your conclusion. I think the Eagles are about to have their hands full of giants. (laughs) I think the Eagles are on the precipice of cry, Eagles cry. Build up alert. Who are they? So, big picture for me, this game was about the emergence and arrival of the Giants quarterback, and it was about same old, same old Kurt Cousins. (laughs) Because when you most need him to rise and shine – he will disappoint you every time. Mm-hmm. He has now fallen to one and four in the postseason. That's who he is right. and who I think he will always be. And to your point, he's going to make some plays. Yeah. He's going to make a lot of plays. In fact, looking at my sheet here, <laughs> is this possible? Kirk Cousins had a better QBR than Daniel Jones yeah. yesterday. He had an 85, which is very high, to Daniel Jones' 81, which should have been higher in my estimation because – the great stat is that for the first time in NFL playoff history, we just witnessed a quarterback throw for over 300, Two have two-plus touchdown passes, and run for 70-plus yards. That's never, ever happened in the history of the NFL playoffs, and Daniel Jones did just that. Right. So for me as a Cowboy fan, I did a quick step-back tweet very early in the game after he'd made a nice run. And I said, I've really come to admire him because for four long years, he's had to withstand the New York media beating. Mm-hmm. And it is, it, it's it, inhuman what Skip, happens. he deserved it, though. Yeah, I know, I know. He was asking for it. Yeah. He's asking for it. And he's going through all kinds of different coaches, including Joe Judge, some special teams coach. Yeah, that was a problem. Okay, that was a problem. And all of a sudden, out of heaven into Daniel Jones' lap falls Brian Dayball. He knows how to coach a quarterback. He, does. he knows how to prop one up and make him realize, hey, you can really, you could do this yeah. and you can do that. And you're really good at this. Mm-hmm. So why don't we do this and that and this and that? Let's see if we can put you in the perfect positions to succeed. And slowly but surely, you could see him getting a hold of it yes. until over the last, what, month, six, seven games? Yeah, at least. He just took off yeah. right before your very eyes. And I concluded in my tweet. I don't fear him as a Cowboy fan, although after, at the end of the game I'm starting to think maybe I should. But I, I said I don't fear him, but I've come to respect him. Because going into the year, which you well should have done, you kept saying, well, i got to go with the Cowboys because Dak's the best quarterback in the division. Yeah. And all of a sudden, here came Jalen Hurts, and yeah. then here out of nowhere came Daniel Jones. Yes. Well, look, he's six feet five inches tall. He weighs 235 pounds. He runs whatever he runs. It looks like he runs four or five right. now. He has athletic ability. He has some takeoff ability where he can really gash you with his legs. Would you, would you, would you fight me if I said he's the second most athletic quarterback in that division behind Hurts? 
No. <laughs> I, I, how could I? You could. You I, I would have er, in Dak's early, early days, years, but yes. he's been battered. And yeah. He, he just – he doesn't look sudden anymore. He, he's that very reluctant to run, yeah. and when he does run, he looks like he's laboring. He's lumbering and laboring. <laughs> I would agree. So congratulations to Daniel Jones for surviving the onslaught and thriving in New York in that media market to where, yes, as Saquon said after the game, he's become elite. I, I'm not sure I could go oh, top well, five. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. But he played like one yesterday. I he don't did. know. He, he, it was a top five-ish kind yeah. of a game. Okay, so to your point, they had gone in there fairly recently on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and they, they, it had taken a 61-yard field goal to beat them. So they went in with high confidence. Yes. It, it's not the same, but it was almost like the, the Giants in 07. They played the heck out of the Patriots in the last game. They lost 38-35, to 35, right. so it gave them great confidence going into the Super Bowl, which obviously wound up 17-14, to 14, a much lower score. But they, they felt good about themselves. Right. And you could see from jump yesterday, even though Cousins goes right down at 7 to nothing, but Daniel Jones said, no, no, I, I got this. Right. I, can, mm-hmm. I can move the ball like crazy yes. against them. And here they came, and they just slowly but surely – Daniel Jones – Body language was like, I'm the best player on this field, and I'm going to take this game over, and he, he just did. He, he did. took it over. Yes. All right, so now we get to the end of the line. And here we go with Kirk Cousins, but he's down seven. So this isn't a field goal drive. This is going to have to be a touchdown Touchdown. drive. And here we go again with these roughing calls, and you and I go back and forth and back and forth, and I'm I'm trying to do letter of the law, and I'm trying to hold hold in with them, but here it is. And I'm saying, did he say? Did they say he hit his face mask with his arm, or did was it the sling down? Because I didn't, I didn't hear. It, so they just called roughing. So I believe been interesting. it was the sling down. Okay, the, he brushed his face mask, yes. but I don't think you're going to call that. It, it was just kind of a brush with the forearm. I don't think it, it endangered the head at all. Skip, the man land. He actually okay. he lands on Dexter Lawrence. Look where he lands, Skip. <laughs> he he lands on top of him. <laughs> he does. So so this is not body weight on top of poor little Kirk Cousins. It's the other way around. You actually gently take by, by football standards. Yes. This, this is a violent game. Right. By football standards, you gently took him down right. very safely, not dangerously. There was no threat, no mm-hmm. harm to no. Kirk Cousins. I, I couldn't see anything that was risky at all. And you threw a flag on that. So you let him out of big jail right away. And then we get to the two fateful plays. We get the third down play and the fourth down play. Let's see the third down play to Osborne, because it's just a little, little behind. Little behind. you got to make just, this in this you, moment, you, no skip. You, you, you have to make this throw on the, on the money, and it's not quite on the money, and the DB gets a hand yeah. up into the catch Lead region. Lead him a little more. Yep, and, and, got, and Osborne couldn't hang on. You can argue he just should have snatched I, it and caught he's gotta, it. You've got to skip. What happened is, is that he drifts on this route. He's he doing what we call drift up field. He's yep. got to flatten this off. Yep. If he, he flattens this off, now the DB is in a, tra- is yeah, in a trail yeah. position, and he can't get it, but you get a hand up, up underneath it. Okay. So now we get to the faithful, as you pointed out, fourth and eight. <laughs> what the hell is Okay, this? it's fourth and eight. And the call, according to everybody after the game, was to go to Justin Jefferson. Well, obviously, that in, in he your money guy? Yeah. Isn't that the guy when in doubt? Kirk Cousins all year just Remember Buffalo, the one-handed catch just, that was intercepted that he took it from the guy? Yeah, he just throws it up for grabs yeah. usually. And so why wouldn't Kirk just say, I'm going to throw this up and hope that 18 can go up and, he and down there grab somewhere. it on this. Yeah, he's down there somewhere. And he said, I looked, I looked, and then at the last second, I thought I was going to get sacked, so I did my check down route to my tight end. Bro, it's fourth down. Tight. It's fourth down, and he is completely and utterly 
covered, and it's a pretty easy tackle. Yes. Pretty easy tackle, and the game's over, and that's it. You didn't even throw it past the sticks, and obviously this is it. This is your whole season, and we get back to the guy I call Kurt Cousins. You like that, Kurt? I, I didn't like that. I, didn't, like I, I, I didn't understand it, and his coach said after the game, I didn't understand it. The coach said he went straight to Kirk to, to say, walk me through. What was your thought process? Yes. Because then, then the coach said, well, hey, I, I, sh- I take some blame here because I should have just said into his ear, you, you have to go to Justin on this play. Right. And I didn't make it clear, but he's the primary. Skip, you're not a kid, Kirk Cousins. You make $30 million, $35 million a year. I shouldn't have to tell you on fourth and eight to throw the ball past the sticks. Don't Whether you throw, yeah, I want you to throw the ball. I don't give a damn if Justin Jefferson is double covered. Yeah. Throw it to him. But if you don't throw it to him, if he's triple covered, throw it beyond the sticks. You can't throw the ball three yards and the DB is standing on top of the Hawkinson. I was just so what did he? What did he expect Hawkinson to do? I don't know. Turn him to Gronk. Yeah, he said we'd had a few run after catches for first downs. Yeah, okay, yeah, I got it. The, I yeah, got it. here's the thing. Well, you're asking. He's me. running and he's catching it as yeah. he's running. Yeah. He didn't have skip. He got his back to the guy, so yeah. he's in no run position. No, you're right. If he was starting to turn yes. upfield and you let him a little bit, yeah, look at this man. The man's right on top of him. Yeah. So run where? Yeah. Hawkins is a big dude, but, but he you, play, you, you he got played, him with he played, total leverage. Skip, he played really, really well. He did. He was but the I, primary targeted receiver. But he, he had to, 11. It looks to me, the Giants says, he can't catch enough balls to beat us. Yep. Justin Jefferson can. Yep. Let's neutralize him. Yep. Let Hawkinson do, do his thing. 10 for a buck, what do you have? 10 for a buck 29. He can't beat us. 10 from a buck 29 for Justin Jefferson. Oh, that, that would hurt. Would you. Got you. I, I would agree. Skip, let's get back to the Giants. Daniel Jones had 17 carries, yep. including scrambles and design runs. Saquon had nine. So that's not an accident. You think like, what, man, that quarterback had 17 carries? Who was he, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields? No. Because they saw or something from the last time they played. They did. That they were not accounting for this man's legs. And yeah. I said early on, are you not going to account for his legs? Mm-hmm. You better. Well, when you tried to, it was too late, Skip. By the time they realized it, man, do you know what? They're running him by design. Well, it's late fourth quarter, and you're trying to get the ball back. Yep. Would you believe that seven times Daniel Jones ran for a first down? Yep. Seven times he ran for a first down. And for the day, they were seven of 13 on third down, but they went two of two on fourth down. So that's nine of 15 times that you had to convert. They converted. Well, that's how you win the game because then in the end, you you know what's going to happen in time possession. You're going to dominate it, which they did, 34 to 26, right? They couldn't get them off the field. Couldn't get them off the field. Over 50% 50 on third down, Skip. Yeah, good things normally going to happen for you. Over 50% and you didn't turn it over. Okay. How many times yesterday did I sit back on a running play design and I said, that is clever. I like that. I haven't seen that quite like that before. Dayball was calling it. He was in his bag. He, he was in his bag, and he was in his bag all week because he said, I was ready for the, you know, I, I wanted to j- j- empty the bag all right. over. I mean, right. he did. And you remember, Skip, we saw a lot of this with who? Josh Allen. When he was the play caller, remember last year, the year before you in know, the playoffs? That's true. You, that see, true. you see Josh Allen, a lot of those quarterback runs, they say, son, if it's yeah. not there, your first and second read, take off. Don't hold on to the ball. They did a great job. 
I thought the offensive line did a great job with Danelle Hunter. Yeah, they got him a couple of times, but he didn't spit the ball up when they did touch him. Yep. And that's the one thing that you can't have now. We're going to talk about this, the Chargers notwithstanding. You don't want to turn the ball over come playoff time because yep. normally that's the quickest way to get your beat. And we saw that last night. One, one really turnover flipped the game in Baltimore. One mm-hmm. team is going in to score and take the lead, and the next thing you know. Well, it's they, a 14-point swing. Yes. You, you don't see that very often. No, you don't. 98 yard the longest return. 98 yard? So, kidding. with that being said, Skip, Daniel Jones gave him his flowers today. He deserved it. Now, I don't know who's going to be the Cowboys game with standing, but the NFC, uh, NFC Offensive Player of the Week should be Daniel Jones. Okay. I don't know, Brock Purdy might have some. Mr. Purdy might have something no, to say about this. Th- this was beyond that. <clears throat> to me, to me, this was the game. Skip the man pass for more yards of the game than Joe Montana in the playoffs. That got to be worth something. I got it. But, but this was, <laughs> it was. again, Nobody. They, they were the underdogs, and uh, there they are. But you didn't think they should have been underdogs. I did not. I picked them. And I, I actually believe, speaking of the NFC, Brian Dayball is my coach of the year. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how you can get around you that You going to get Kyle Shanahan Boy, it's close, but this is turning around a culture. This this is a, a team. Remember, Daniel Jones is one and six against my Cowboys yes. right now. And the one he won was the the uh, Andy Dalton game up there yeah. two years ago when McCarthy's looking up on the yeah. you know, he didn't pull his challenge flag. Remember yeah. it, it, it's just challenge. like it was just, challenge it. It was blatant. It was just yeah. blatant. You could you could you could overturn it with one flick of the yeah. wrist. And he's like Oh, yeah, I'm the cowboy coach. I don't know what I'm doing. He's looking at himself over there like, that. Oh, look, that's me up there. Pretty pretty well up there. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, to me, all of a sudden, the team of destiny looks like the Giants Mm -hmm. because they have caught fire when you're supposed to catch fire as opposed to my cowboys. So, the point is that they even got the luck of the draw because – I don't think anybody right now wants to go to San Francisco and the winner of tonight's game is going. Maybe it's a consolation or booby prize. You have to go play those guys right. over at their place, right? right? Yes. Well, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, the place to go is to Philadelphia. And I'm taking nothing. I, you know how much I love Jalen Hurts, but he got hurt. Yes. And I don't know how sound his shoulder really is. And the offense hasn't looked it, the it, same. It just happened. And that defense has looked progressively worse progressively week worse. after week. Okay, so they, they seem mm-hmm. ripe for the taking, yes. even at home. And, and they, they wiped them out up in New York. They went ahead 21 to nothing and just – In the final score, it was like 48-26 yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, but it was a wipeout. Yeah. And yet – all of a sudden, to your point, the Giants' backups played the heck out of mm-hmm. them. So now they're thinking, well, at full strength, let's see what happens. That's exactly what they're thinking. I, I'm, I'm with you. I am leaning Giants in this game because it just perfectly shapes up for them to go in there and, and just be the better team because they're the hotter team right now. Well, I'm not necessarily thinking that they, they're picking the Giants, but what I thought was a foregone conclusion, yeah. the Eagles were going to like a 90% chance of winning. Well, the Eagles are a seven-point favorite, and yeah. I'll, I'll say this up front. I'd take those points right here right yeah. now because I think that's going to be a down-to-the-wire battle, and I'm leaning Giants in that one just because – that. listen, the playoff – what do you always say? It's about matchups, yeah. but it's also about momentum. Yeah. And the momentum Who you get team. when you get them. Skip, hold on. Was that against the Eagles or maybe Washington when Daniel Jones tri- uh, uh, took off and tripped over his own feet? Was that against Washington or the other Eagles? Because, you know, he had that long run. He had like an 80-yard run. He was going in for now a touchdown. I'm, I'm, and he was running. Say, I remember it like yesterday, but now I can't remember who the opponent. Was it Dallas? No, was it on a – No, it was a Monday, I think it was a Monday night. It might have been – it was either Washington or the Eagles. Okay, all right. 
Well, he did do that, yeah. and, and, and he, he was running fast. He became league. a laughingstock yeah. over that play, and now look at him. He didn't trip up Minnesota yesterday. Yeah, but the, the, uh, Skip, I think the thing is, we were talking about how the uh, the New York media was beating him yeah. up, but he this wasn't quarterback abuse. He deserved this. No, I, I got it. He, 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 that's he, the one town where if you go south, they're going to be all over you. But I guess I guess you know uh, there's something about I guess the guy that, that Cutcliffe coaches yep. because the demeanor because he's another Eli Manning. He's I Eli. mean I can't tell if he's hot. I can't tell if he threw two touchdowns I agree. or five picks. Yep. He's the same. All right, last quick point about Justin Jefferson. I admire his ability, but I've told you all year there's something missing in that psyche where he doesn't have that assassin gene mm-hmm. in him. He doesn't have that baller gene. Like he, He's not going to be stomping up and down on the sidelines like, throw me the damn ball. Right. And yesterday he has 25 yards on their first drive, and then after that he had 22 total yards after the opening drive. Well, it's just, I, he kind of disappeared. Right. Now you can say they took him out of the game. Right. But they were you, doubling, but you got to move. Hey, hey, you got to find a way yeah. to get him open. And, and you, you just got to throw it to him, yeah. man. I yeah. mean, he's it. Yep. Okay. Whew. Way to go, Giants. But but Cousins like his completion percentage to be high, and so there's a chance that might get knocked man, out. Man. So you skip. You look at 31 to 39 and see, man, Cousins didn't play that bad. He didn't play that good either. You needed to make plays. 31 to 39, and you got 273 yards. I know. So five chains is a ball and chain for his team, right? <laughs> Guys, it's easy to forget Brian Dayball is a rookie head coach. What a first year for him. Mm-hmm. All right, that Eagles-Giants game will kick off on the NFL on Fox Saturday night. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits It brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. We're going to get to that Cowboys-Buccaneers game in just a moment. But first, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, services and memorials all across the country. Shannon, you'd like to share what MLK Jr. Day means to you. Well, there's not very many days. Uh, very, it's not very often that I don't see a quote, whether I'm on social media or I'm, I Google it or something, and think about the sacrifices that this man made. Uh, the contingent of the civil rights movement, although he wasn't the only one, he was a large part of the contingent of what they were fighting for. And to think about what he went through, um, 
the beating over the head, the hoses turned on him, the dogs, he got stabbed. Ultimately, he paid the ultimate price. He lost his life. Uh, I, I think if Dr. King was alive, he would be, I think he would be, it would, it would probably skip, he would probably be happy and sad. He said, yeah, I see the progress from where we originally started. I agree. But we haven't taken the, the, the steps and we haven't gone as far as I'd hope we, we, we'd go by now. And so I want to thank him, his wife, um, Bernice, who I, I've talked to before, and I know she watches the show. I want to thank you for the sacrifice that your family has given for us, the people of color, and any people that felt that their voices were not heard. And I wanted to say thank you from the FS1 family and from my family to yours. Thank you for the sacrifice that your father gave, the ultimate sacrifice, which was his life for a better way mm. of life. That was beautifully said. I have said on this day several times in the past, and you can tell me I'm exaggerating if you must, but I believe that Dr. King had as much impact on this country, on the psyche of this country, as George Washington or Abraham Lincoln yeah. or John F. Kennedy or any president has ever had on these United States. Yes. Because he was such a powerful and fearless orator and speaker. Maybe the greatest orator. I, I, I don't know a better one. But yet, if you listened, he was so reasonable and rational. Right. And merciful, and in the end, just so brilliantly convincing that I believe he was the first to start any thought of any race relations in this country. He started the conversation that had never been started before. And I can only speak from my side of the table on this. I do believe he opened a lot of white people's eyes to what your community, your race had been put through in this Correct. country and that obviously at that point was still going, going through in yeah. the late 60s. Yes, because they were in the heart of Jim Crow. And, and a narrative, a conversation began because of Dr. King. Mm -hmm. And people actually had to sit back and think, man, I never, I never thought of that or that or that. Right. Because... Even I was just a little kid at that. We're not a kid. I was a high school kid. But but it 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 got me because then then obviously he he gave his life for his yes. cause. Yes. And he'd taken enough abuse already. Yeah. Let alone that. He'd been stabbed. Almost lost his life. He'd been beaten over the head. How many times he had gone to jail? Skip, you said something that you believe that he's had the greatest, if not the greatest relationship, uh, the greatest impact on America. Mm -hmm. But it was only after his death. Nobody mm. thought that, Skip. He was the most despised man yeah. every single year when they had the polls. Yeah. He was the most despised man in America. It wasn't until after his death. And a lot of times people equate, you know, uh, uh, turn the other cheek and do this, Dr. Queen, Dr. King. Mm -hmm. And they say this. But you never thought that when he was alive. No. You never quoted Dr. Dr. King never got quoted no. when he was alive. There was no T-shirts with Dr. King on the cover of him when he was alive. It was only after his death. That he, kind of like Muhammad Ali, Skip. I was just going to bring up Ali. Thank you. It's <laughs> nobody, the same way. Nobody thought of uh, 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 Muhammad Ali like that. He was despised. Mm. How dare you not? Everybody else got to go. Even the, there were some blacks. There were. That Dr. King was the same way. Yeah, so Ali was a conscientious objector to Vietnam. Yes. yes. But Dr. King, Skip, yes. the way he, the way, the, the way he could, the cadence of his voice. And I, I, I'm a, a student of when people speak. Yep. The cadence in which he spoke. Uh, the rhythmic approach that he took, the way he could elevate his voice and let it 
dropped. And you can hear and you hung on every single word that he said. The, the letter from a Birmingham jail, if you read it, uh, the speech on Washington, if you heard it uh, that night before he ultimately lost his life. If you just listen, if you could just close your eyes and listen to the rhythmic, and he's almost like a fine musician or a drummer just beating the drum and his voice carries that kind of weight and that kind of passion. It's an unbelievable. If you if you love anything, if you have love uh, music, if you love, you know, acting, just listen to Dr. King, one of his speeches and close your eyes and just hear the rhythmic approach of his voice. It's unbelievable. And I listen to a Churchill speak. I've heard JFK speak. Nothing like this no, kid. No, no, nothing, no. Excuse me, not a kid, but nothing like this man. The way he, I mean, his voice just grabs you and it just holds you and you just got to hear. Just keep going, keep going, Dr. King. I have a dream. I have a dream speech. Oof, oof. So to your final point, we've come a long way from April the 4th, 1968, yeah. the day that he gave his life for mm -hmm. his cause. But we have a long, long, long way to go which is why we celebrate this day and we sit back, I hope, and remind each other that we do have a long way to go. Mm -hmm. And I do love how we celebrate it. I know we opened the show talking about this, but I, I love the way this day and the celebration gets enhanced yeah. by a full slate of NBA games. Right. It's really, it, it feels... NFL got involved. They okay. said, we go play... That's what I said, but this is the first time ever. Yeah. We've never had a Monday night, night NFL playoff well, okay, game correct. that caps off... MLK Day, and it just makes it even more special to it, me. And it's ironic, Skip. One of the last states to declare Dr. King yeah. a national holiday was Arizona, where the Super Bowl's being played. And the NFL said, we're not bringing the game there until you do it. And? It's amazing well, what they will yeah. to get the Super Bowl and make some money. It's amazing what people will do, Skip. Thank you. Bingo. Very well said, gentlemen. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on this extremely important holiday. All right, Skip, speaking of that NFL game you just brought up, I know you will be glued to it tonight. <laughs> Cowboys and Buccaneers, the final wild card game to be played. Dallas remains a two-and-a-half-point favorite, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, we're hanging on every word. Who wins? Against my better judgment, I'm taking them rotten, stinking Cowboys. Are you really? Skip, I, because they, <laughs> I've been saying this for like, for like week nine, week ten on, when I knew there was no chance the Cowboys are catching the Eagles. I say the best spot for them, Skip, was to be in the five seed because they're going to play the four seed, which is going to be Tampa or Carolina, which will be – that's a terrible division. I said you can't get any better than that. Yeah, I know you're going to have to take your show on the road, but you're playing against a team that you should beat. And I understand that the Cowboys – Skip, and I, I've always liked being a team, that if I played a team earlier in the year and we lost, I always felt comfortable because I know we are going to make changes. Because the other yeah. team, that they, they, you won, what type of changes are you going to make? You, you won the game. Yep. So I like the Cowboys in this situation. The question for me, can Dak avoid the late, costly turnover? And that, Jerry said, well, turning the ball over isn't in Dak DNA. It's funny. I went back and looked. Skip, did you know Dak led the league in fumbles and fumbles lost in 2021? And in 2018, he led in fumbles, and he finished one off the lead in fumbles loss. Mm -hmm. So clearly, in seven years, in seven years, three of the years, he almost led the league in turnovers. So that is in his DNA. And he just led the league in interceptions, tied four. Ta-da! Yep. So guess what? That is in Dak's DNA. Mm -hmm. Hopefully not tonight. Yep. 
Uh, hopefully, they, they did a, a, a paternity test, and that's not the DNA. <laughs> Jerry Springer, he's not. That's, that's funny. Yeah, he's that's not. True. So, Skip, I'm going to take the Cowboys. The Cowboys are ranked second in both pass rush, win rate, sack yep. rate, and they finished first in quarterback pressure. They're prime. If they can't get to Tom Brady, you tell me this offensive line is beat up. Uh, Donovan Smith is questionable. Uh, uh, Tristan Worth is nursing that ankle. You lost your center. If they can't get to it, they, they have got to disrupt Tom Brady tonight. If you don't disrupt Tom Brady tonight, yep. you're going home. I hear you. In the end, I agree with you. But give me a minute because I got a whole lot to say <laughs> about this. Because just me personally, I'm actually stuck with this one because I predicted before the season that my Cowboys would beat the Bucs on opening night at Jerry World and that the Bucs would avenge that defeat in the NFC Championship game. <laughs> and unfortunately for me, that game has come two weeks earlier than I expected that Correct. it would. So now I'm stuck be between the proverbial rock, my Cowboys, and a very hard place to win a playoff game which is at Tampa against the one guy in sports I always say I don't bet against. Okay. That guy Thomas <laughs> Edward Patrick Brady Jr., even though he's now 45 years of age. Yet, last night I finally just slapped myself in the face and I said, just sit back and look at the big picture. What's the big picture here? Okay. It, it's, it's real simple to me. The Cowboys are just they're much better than the Bucs. I was going to say a little, but they're, they're much better. Yes. In every way, shape, and form, they are better than the Buccaneers are or have been all year. The, the issue becomes for me that the Bucs weirdly have peaked. I don't know what they have to peak with, but, but however good they are, they're that good right now. Okay. Because they had their one moment in the sun against Carolina for all the marbles in a lousy division and – Brady throws for 432, and they, they look like kind of like a football team that day. And they won a game they absolutely had to win, or we'd, been, we'd be having a different conversation right now. And then Brady insists on playing at Atlanta. At least they took the opening drive and went 70 yards with it, and then he stays in there and they kind of fumble and stumble around. But still, I have to think they feel a little better about themselves than the Cowboys do because while the Bucks have quote-unquote peaked, the Cowboys have unpeaked. Yeah. I don't have any evidence over the last really five weeks right. to say they can go in there and romp and stomp tonight the way I think they should. I told you three or four weeks ago when I was looking down the track and saying, what if they wind up at Tampa? I was thinking they'd be a seven-point favorite in this game. Well, they're still two and a half, right. and that should tell you something. Right. The Ozmakers are still saying they're a better team. And well, maybe they'll do something good because you don't have any expectations I, for them. I, I, well, well, I don't. So... It, it almost reminds me of the, the what is it, the DirecTV commercial about Cowboys and the Housewives. Right. You know, Cowboys, Housewives, Cowboys, Housewives. Well, well, too often over the last five games, the Cowboys have played the way Dak and CD do against the Housewives, right. which is horrendous, right? Yeah. They've yeah. just fallen all over the place right. and fallen out of bounds and fallen into the sideline. That, that's how they have played. Cowboys, Housewives, it's, it's against the Housewives. So, look, in the end, I'm ride or cry with the Dallas Cowboys. And it's been a lot of crying uh, that yes, I've had to yes. do. 
But it, it just seems to me that they just should win this game, which would be, as you know, their first road playoff win in inconceivably 30, 30 years. 30 years. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They're 0 for 8 over the last 30 years. And yeah. I was there, front row of the press box, and that game at the end of the 1992 season at San Francisco, and they seem like hopeless underdogs. They weren't ready to break through. They're too young. But they had added Charles Haley, and you know what happened that yes. day? Aikman hit Alvin Harper at the end of the game for a big breakaway touchdown, yep. and that, that did it. We beat Steve Young and Jerry right. Rice. And if you told me, if you'd slap me in the face that day and say, would you believe you just witnessed the last playoff game your team is going to win for 30 years? I would have laughed in your face. Of course, everybody because, would have. Well, well, who wouldn't? Because I thought I was in the middle of a dynasty. Yeah. If we had to go on the road and win a game yeah. with the dynasty, surely we could go on the road. I mean, right? the oldest guy on the team at that point in time, especially a skill player, was probably tr- – Probably Michael at 25. He was. That That is exactly right. Yeah, they should have won like five in a row, but you but, know what happened. But, but Skip, okay. to your point, when you say the Cowboys should win, with the exception of maybe quarterback, you have a better offensive line. You can run the ball better. Now, I believe I believe Tampa has better receivers, receivers, but you might have the better receiver. Defensively. Okay, I'll buy that. I think defensively, you're better. You can get after the quarterback better. I think your secondary, your secondary took a little knock, uh, hit when you lost your corner. But overall, I still think you guys are better. I think you're better in the special teams area. Now, I don't know, coaching, uh, I don't know about that. Well, I don't know about that. I can't go there. <laughs> so, so with that being said, I'm, a, I'm going to agree. Okay. With the exception of quarterback, the Cowboys have the better team. Okay, I'm going to pile on to your point. This is 12 and 5 versus 8 and 9. That, that's where you start. And then to your point, we're number one on defense and takeaways. Number one in the whole NFL, yes. which makes us number two in the all important telltale stat of turnover differential. We're number two to Philadelphia in the whole league. Yes. That should play tonight. Yes. And we are number one in, in pass rush pressure rate. Number yep. one in the yep. whole league. And guess what? Brady's offensive line is 24th in pass block win rate. Yeah. Well, don't you like number one versus number 24? I, do. I, I just do. All right. The Bucks are dead last in running the football, which has made Tom Brady, would you believe, dead last in play action pass rate, dead yeah. last. He's he's yeah. he's 15% well, of the time. Run, if you well, can't you run can't, the ball, well, why, why am I biting on the face? Why would you do that? <laughs> why, why would you stick it in somebody's gut? Because no, they're yeah. laughing at you. Yeah. So 50, only 15% of the time has he tried to play fake, okay? Yeah. Okay, so again, this is huge advantage Dallas. Okay, so then I look at Dak should have all – night to throw tonight because the Bucks are graded by Pro Football Focus 28th in pass rush. Yes. They're the, the flip side of us. We can. We haven't lately, but we, we have the potential to come and unload on you with our pass rush. Listen, it's Micah's night. He's talked a good game this week. He's been awfully quiet over the last, what, five weeks, yeah. six weeks maybe? But tonight he rises and shines. And he got Brady twice in that opener – I think he, sh- he he could get him three times Yeah, he needs to get him two or three times. Okay. And you look right. at Brady. Brady ranks 29th in QBR, 6.7. He's 31st in yards per attempt, 3.3. Yep. And he threw the third most interceptions, six of his nine, okay. when getting pressure. All right. So that's the key, Skip. You got to get him off that mark. Get him off that mark. I saw a stat. I think it was on ESPN the other – was it this morning? I can't remind. watched so much. But, but there was a – a stat about if he throws it in underneath 2.5 seconds where he just, bam, gone, yeah. that, that he's top 10 in stats 
But if it's over 2.5, he's bottom. I think he's 25th in overall right. stats. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just a matter of. You got to take away. Skip, you got to take away take that away first, first read. read. Take away the first read. All right. So the receivers to that point, they're graded 19th overall by Pro Football Focus. Gronk nor AB is walking through that no, door. It's they're over. just not. You and, got what and, you got. Okay. You got the two rookie tight ends. You kind of like Kate. I like Kate. But, but he's just a kid, you know. And. Cole Keefe. Uh, 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 Brady, what's the uh, the tight end? I think he hurt his knee, so he might be out. Kyle Rudolph. Oh, Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. He came out of the doghouse the other day, and then it sounds like he's hurt. Yes. So what do we have here? We, we, we have one, one saving grace on the other side is Brady. He led the NFL in fourth quarter yards passing and touchdown passes. Why was that? Because oftentimes they were sometimes almost hopelessly behind. So you can say some empty calorie yards, some garbage time yards. But to me, the way you win this game is you have to do it convincingly because you can't let him have a chance to beat you at the end. So to me, my prediction is my team will be up by 17 going to the fourth quarter because I think you need to be up 17. 17? Well, you have to be. You saw what he did to the Saints. He, he, they're, they're up 14, and he got them. So, so, so you said you believe your Cowboys have fixed whatever the ails them. Yeah. Mike yeah. McCarthy going to give them that. He going to give that fire and brimstone pregame speech. Listen, they're a really good football team. Yeah. You saw it. They went to Minnesota and won 40-3, to yeah. right? We, we saw them score 33 points in the fourth quarter against Indy. I can go on. I can go. We saw what they did to Philly's defense, even though it was Gardner Minshew on the other side. The point is, you need to be up. I, I got them up. I, I'm going to say they're up 27 to 10, reminiscent of Jacksonville, going to the fourth quarter. 27 to 10, Dallas, and that they hang in and hang on. 27 to 17 is my final score. That's how you beat this guy in this game at his house. Wow. Okay. And then I guess they now they got Tom Brady going to San Fran or Oakland. Well, I mean, excuse me, Oakland, the, the Vegas. The, the, that would seem to be the the next. Move. I, yeah, I think I definitely think the Raiders are the team that would be in play, okay. considering his relationship with Josh. All right, what's your score? I got twenty-seven seventeen Dallas. You've got the Cowboys, the low down stinking Dallas Cowboys. Twenty-two twenty. Twenty-two twenty. Yeah. Well, so they're going to have to hang in. The goat's yeah. going to have a chance to get them yeah. in the end. They're going to be twenty-two fourteen. And okay. Then they go. Yeah. Okay. Remember, two years ago on opening Thursday night, they thought they had him, and Dak scored too early. Dak threw for four hundred three, right? And the goat got the ball back, and he goes right, right down the field and gets a walk off, and they lose thirty-one to twenty-nine. Yes. Okay. So I don't want to see that. Michael. Micah. Micah. Micah, Micah needs to have three. He does. Th- this is a mile three Micah sacks, night. Yep. Couple of tackles for losses. I got it. I agree. Here we go. When it comes to travel. We all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, 
Who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. In the second half, the 49ers ended up demolishing the Seahawks. Final score, 41-23 to in that wild card matchup over the weekend. San Francisco now waits to play host to the winner of tonight's Cowboys-Bucks game. Shannon, are the 49ers now a lock to win the NFC? No, they're not a lock, but uh, Kyle, Kyle has done a great job with Brock, Brock Purdy. Um, he's maximized those weapons. Christian McCaffrey has been unbelievable. Now you got Debo. You got George Kittle. Skip, you got the guys that are so good with run after the catch. You can hand it to C-Mac. You can throw it to C-Mac. And again, he's healthy now. And healthy, he's the most versatile back in football. No other back can do what he can do consistently or as well as he can. Debo comes out. You know what Debo does. He's tremendous run after catch. Mm. He's going to move the chains. George Kittle, he's going to move the chain. Purdy did an unbelievable job. Skip, he should have had four touchdowns because he hit uh, uh, Brandon Ayuk right between the ones. He did. He and he dropped, he dropped it. He did. So he should have had four touchdown passes and one rushing. And then the defense started to get after – they started to get after uh, 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 Geno, turned him over, and they didn't look back after that. But, Skip, uh, no, it's, uh, uh, it's not – 505 total yards, 24 first down. They've only punted the ball once. Skip, Kyle Shannon can just flat out call plays. <laughs> I mean, he makes guys like a, a Brock Purdy. He, you saw what he did with Mullins. Those guys, when Jimmy G got hurt, he was getting those guys. I mean, they're just guys to throw for 300 yards. And so now that he has a guy in Brock Purdy, and, and the, he's not perfect, but they said, look, we're going to run the ball well enough. Guys are going to be wide open. You just put the ball and then let Debo do what he does. Let Ayuk, let Kittle, let these guys do what they do. It's going to be a tough out. For whomever, Dallas or the or the uh, uh, Bucks to go there and win this ball game because they got an offense that can put points on the board, a bunch of them, and they got a defense that can get after you. Um, uh, Bosa, he didn't have they didn't, he got, got the fumble recovery, but we know what they can do. Armstead, we know Ekebon, we know they can get after the quarterback, and 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 Fred Warner is the best middle backer in football. The secondary skip, I saw some things. Uh, 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 DK. Had a pretty big ball game. He did. Now, everybody that they're going to face moving forward got receivers out the yin-yang. Philly has two of them. Dallas has CD. Uh, they, they, they played Tampa earlier, and they did a great job neutralizing uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. But they're going to have to get – they're going to have their hands full moving forward. Mm-hmm. But, no, they're not a lock, Skip. They're not, they're not a lock because Purdy is still a rookie. Mm-hmm. Let's not lose sight of that. Yep. And in and, 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 and the merger, we haven't had a rookie lead a team to the no. Super Bowl. No. Okay, I hear everything you just said, and I, I underline your final point about Brock Purdy because at a glance, the 49ers look to me like a dead solid lock because they have the best defense, and now, even with the rookie quarterback, they have the best offense. Mm-hmm. They obviously have the best play caller. They have the best weapons. They have the best offensive line. They have the best defensive line. I could just go on and on. They just have lock written all over them. Yeah. 
except for the quarterback <laughs> who has played sensationally. And yet, here's my point about Brock Purdy. You would think that given this Maserati that he's been handed the keys to, mm-hmm. that he would need to be the classic game manager going forward and just try to drive it at 35 miles an hour under the speed limit and be sure you keep it on the road, right? Yep. He's the opposite of a game manager. He races the moder- Maserati. <laughs> he, he throws it all over the yeah. lot. Callous trusts him. Yeah, he trusts him, and, and the kid has got big swagger. The kid is really starting to feel full of himself in a good way where he, he's liable to try anything. And we saw it when the Bucks went out there. What was the final? 35 to 7. It was a mm-hmm. destruction game. Yeah. It was an embarrassment. Yeah, it was 28 nothing at the half, yeah. I think, yeah, and was, got up. Yeah. It was, tw- it, 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 it was as thorough a beating as you'll see Brady ever take because he just he had no shot. Right. He had no chance. N- neither did his team have a chance. And Brock Purdy's making throws in the first half that are just taking your breath away. Like, how did he do that? How did he do that? Right. Well, he's got the best weapons in football. Yeah. All told, the best running backs and receivers in football. And that play Debo made the other day, that 74-yarder where he just turns it yeah. up. I, my God, I used to think his strength was his strength. Now, he, now I'm thinking his strength is his speed and his strength, yeah. right? He's tremendous run up at the We can fly, man. Mm-hmm. For for I don't know what he weighs. What do we give him? Two twenty or something. Yeah, he look. Yeah, he's pretty solid. That's why they could to- put right. him in the backfield. Skip, but if you think about it, think oh. about what what oh. Kyle did with Jimmy G. Remember against the Green Bay Packers, he let him throw the ball eight times. Say so you're not finna monk this up. And in the divisional round the week before that, he let mm. him throw it nineteen times. Mm. This kid throwing the ball thirty times, thirty three, thirty four times a game. He, he can do it. We got one. We've discovered. We we got Eureka. We found gold in them Dar Hills, <laughs> right? The 49ers are named for the gold rush, rush. right? Yep. They used to call their pass rush the gold rush. rush, right, back in the day when I was back here at the L.A. Yeah. Times. But the point is, to your point, in the end, there's one big X factor, and it's <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant. I, I don't care. We're, we're about to talk about Skylar Thompson, who went actually one pick before Mr. Irrelevant <laughs> went in the, in the final round out of Kansas State, but, right. but Mr. Relevant was the last pick, and he's become the most relevant right. player in the whole tournament yeah. right now. So to me, he came out a little overamped, and I'm going to show you a couple of quick plays on their first drive where I said, this is where Seattle has to just go catch the football because if you go catch it, you, you suddenly heap the pressure right back on the kid. This is his first throw of the game. He just throws one. I, I have no idea what that was. <laughs> if, 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 if Diggs gets it, I, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, it, it changes the whole dynamic of the game say, what? because what, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. And then he tries another one down near the goal line on a third down play. If we could see the, the second one in this drive, they end up having to take a field goal right. on this drive. But he throws one into traffic, and I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure where this one was going, but it was. It, it, it was going to the house and the dude was going to the house. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you, he he tries some of those throws where you say, "Young man, what what were you thinking?" Well, he's a young man. Right. He's a rookie getting right. thrown into the biggest bonfire you could get thrown into because he knows deep down, I can't be the reason that we don't go places because this team is poised for takeoff. This man. team is good enough, Skip to go as far as they want to go 
they're overqualified at every position except quarterback. Every every That's position. That's the one position. And, and yet if I show you his numbers over the last whatever it's been five games, you'd yeah. say they're qualified, yeah. man, because he looks like he's Joe Montana. Yeah. As you said, he threw for more yards. Yeah. But you look at uh thirty three carries for a buck eighty one. Yep. You get three, you get uh eighteen of thirty for three thirty two. <laughs> no and a clean game. Clean. No no turnovers. None. Okay. Man, it's hard to get five hundred yards in a playoff. I don't care who you play at. All right, so let's do potential narratives and storylines coming out of the game tonight at Tampa. Mm -hmm. You got my Cowboys. Yes. One year ago yesterday, they laid the biggest egg at home (laughs) against this team without Brock Purdy. It was Jimmy G. Right. And they were about to take off and go beat Aaron Rodgers up at at Packerland, right, at Lambeau. Yeah, Niners might be better. Okay, but they, they look better now than they looked then because I thought my Cowboys could handle them pretty easily. I think one reason. C-Mac. Okay. They well, can he, run they it better, didn't have they, they can run it better now than they could then. Okay. So I thought we got them yeah. and we don't got them because <laughs> my team was not ready to play. Right. And lo and behold, we just fumble and stumble and we look up and, and yeah. we're hopelessly yeah. behind and we rallied late as Dak often does late <laughs> with some empty calories. And there was the controversial, the ref couldn't come in in time to set the ball. Yeah, you want to went crazy about, about Why that? would you say Bolt? Why is it you say Bolt the referee? You said, I, think, I needed on, you saying Bolt. You talking about the guy, the guy when he was lagging. I said, come on. Okay, well, we deserved one last throw at it from like, what was it, about 30 yards away. Yeah. One last sort of mini Hail Mary to win the game. We had a chance, but we didn't do it. Right. So I've been saying all year, we will get even with the 49ers. And then they go get C-Mac. Right. And now out of heaven falls into their lap, Brock, Brock Purdy. Yeah. And he's pretty great. Right. And all of a sudden I'm saying, I, I don't know about my narrative of revenge. So with that being okay. said, I mean, we talked about it earlier, Skip. You like Brian Dayball. Are we sure Kyle Shanahan, with the job that he did with Brock Purdy, yeah. going 13-4, no, are no, you just, sure? The, the degree of difficulty is just it's, it's higher in New York because right. of what they used to be. Skip, you do right. have the fifth pick of the draft. You got, Kyle got Mr. Irrelevant. True. Yeah. The, the fifth pick in the trap is Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to feel pick in the Thibodeau draft. was the – is he Thibodeau or Thibodeau? Thibodeau yeah. is the, the – he was the fifth pick in the draft yeah. this year. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I got all that. But, by the way, speaking of the Giants, when you talk about team of destiny, yeah. it, it, it might be destiny for the 49ers. What if the Giants – and I give them a good shot. What if they go beat the Eagles? Well, then they wind up at, at San Francisco, yeah. right? Or, you, or In the they NFC could. Championship game. Or how would that work, Skip? If the Cowboys would, so that means the Giants would have to go to the Cowboys because the Cowboys got a better record. Theoretically, the Cowboys could have a home game. Okay, if they go beat San Francisco. Okay. Now, the other narrative would be this one. And I think this is intriguing, but I just don't know. It would be Tom going back there because I promise you the Shanahans have said no to Tom twice. Right. When he left New England England. the first time. Yeah. And then this past offseason, yeah. when he quote unquote retired, I, I've been told that he 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 offered up his services because right. you want to talk about a storybook finish. Right. He would go home to the Bay Area. He grew up just just up the freeway, mm-hmm. the 101, and he was a big Montana fan. He was at the catch game, the Dwight Clark game. Well, it'd be beautiful to go home, but the problem is the Shanahan's don't want to cede complete control They're of the not. offense to Tom Brady because it's what they do. Yeah, and and Kyle coaches hard now. He, he coaches hard. Hey, I play for his dad. I know, and he coaches a lot like his dad. So he don't. Yeah. They don't. They don't bite their tongue a whole lot. Plus, they got iron fists around yes. that offense. Yes. It's the way they do it. Right. And you know what happens when the forty-five-year-old walks yeah. in the door? It, it's going to have to be the offense to him. Yeah, and if 
you did go win the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Guess who would get the credit yeah. for it? He would. Right. And and this is their team and their offense right. and their approach right. and their philosophy. And so they said no to him. And I believe that infamous quote, you're going to keep that you know blankety what. blank. Uh, I think it was referring to Jimmy G. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, Fitzpatrick said he was, it was referred to him. I know, that's what he said. But I think it was about <laughs> yeah, Jimmy G. Right. So the, the issue becomes, <laughs> what, if, what if Brady has to go back there, right. the scene of the crime, because it was, I think I got the score right, 35 to 7. It was a complete seven. wipeout, mm-hmm. right? It, yeah. it was a beatdown yeah. of massive, purpo- of epic proportions. Yeah, it was. Because it was the GOAT looking hapless, looking right. like he should go home off that game. Right. Well, could he go there and, and dredge up a semblance of respect in that game? Well, you see what he did now. New Orleans, he yep. lost twice to them and needed to get the rematch. Yep. He needed to, needed to get it done. And he got it. The well, rubber. Well, he, he would savor this. I just don't know if you're going to go in there with the bodyguards around you to be able to get this done against this right. bunch. Your defense uh, is going to have to play really, really well. Whew, really C- well. I think C-Mac had 100 yards against he them did. running the football. He did. He's, he's been the biggest difference. He has. Because G, Debo, Kittle, Jennings, yeah. Ayuk, all those guys have been there. But their ability to consistently run the football now and then play. Skip, that's why the play action is so wide open. I, I got it. Look what he went for. <laughs> he carried it only 15 times for 119 yards, and that's eight yards of carry. Yes. Eight yards of carry, you're going to win a lot of yeah. games. Debo averaging basically 11 yards of carry on yep. three rushes. Whew. So they, 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 they're very talented. They, they got the, all the making. Do they? But quarterback, are you, are you willing to trust him? Because the pressure only mounts the further you go. Skip. I agree. 